What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live, the hobbies web show. It must be Thursday night. Feels like a quick turnaround with uh, Monday having been a holiday, but we are back. And joining me as always, that guy over there, Ivan Lovegren. What's up, dude? I was just gonna say, am I am I the crazy one here? It feels like it has been forever since our last episode. My wife and I just looked at each other today and we're like, we were on vacation this week. Like, I thought it was a quick turnaround. I was man. like, oh my gosh, I, I got to get the show notes ready. You know, it was like a day off of work is like catch up the rest of the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's my it's point like, is Tuesday, Wednesday, and now Thursday have kicked my butt, but that's why I'm glad <laughs> to be here with you, Rob. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a great show for you planned as always. Uh, we're going to kick things off uh, talking about our poll here in a second. Hobby happenings four box breaks, um, a video uh, from Brian Gray, and some great products in Hot in the Shop, and then that Gary Vaynerchuk, Vaynerchuk um, video that we were going to show you last week, but it was just a really long show. Uh, if you <laughs> haven't seen it, you're going to want to be sure to check it out. But our poll is, so this is the time of year where there's lots of stuff going on. So what has your attention this weekend? What are you watching? NFL kickoff, MLB postseason playoff race, jockeying, NCAA football, or other. And uh, no surprise, really, at all, leading by leaps and bounds with 185 total votes, 58% voting NFL kickoff. Yeah, Rob, I had completely forgotten that the kickoff even was today until about 10 minutes ago. Um, that said, like a hawk, I am watching the Cubs box score because I entered a Tops home run challenge code today for Anthony Rizzo. So Nice. Nice. Baseball's got well, my full attention. <clears throat> because this question specifically said watching this weekend, I answered NCAA football because my team, the Bears, are playing the Packers tonight right over here on this TV over here. So this weekend, I'll be looking forward to some Notre Dame fighting Irish football. But um, we did have some others. NASCAR, obviously, in there from uh, the usual suspects and uh nascar and all of the above lots of love for all of the above so what did you, you voted baseball and yep. uh yeah that's not surprising to me um and then in another month if we were to ask this you would have preseason basketball uh start of the hockey season and then all this other stuff too so it just gets crazier from here um so yeah yeah this tis the season as they say is the season um we're going to be giving away some stuff tonight ivan uh do your little spiel so everybody knows what to do well in case you just missed it the twitter is where we have that twitter poll is where we have that uh poll of the week so make sure that you go to twitter.com slash go gts live follow us and then just keep an eye out throughout the show for various tweets that'll allow you to enter to win Oh, and a little bird told me that we have six cards from last week, which are going to be divided into four prize packs. They went unclaimed. So we give away a lot of stuff on this show. Oof. Sometimes people retweet to enter, and then they don't stick around until the end to actually see if they won. 
So those prizes go back into the pool because we like to reward our viewers. So or you know that there's tons of people out there too. They're scrolling through their feed, and the minute they see a retweet win, it's like they hit that button without really reading the rest of it. I'm sure yeah. some people do that too. I mean, there is that, but, but yeah. just looking at the names because you you told me the cards in advance, and I was like, oh, those are some regular viewers. I you know, I, it was sorry. it was it's a, a, late it's a personal show. thing of mine after six years now of auditing Twitter, where I think that the prize hound complaint is blown way out of proportion from what I've seen. Um, but that's just me. Personal personal chip on my shoulder. That said, we know that you're watching the show right now. You're a real person. So you're going to get bonus reward. We've got four bonus prize packs. So to get it all started off, make sure you retweet our pinned tweet with the live Periscope broadcast of this show so that your name may come up when we draw a winner. Yeah, one of those uh, bonus prizes is going to be the Bob Gibson graded card from uh, Super Pack Vintage and the Jeff Idelson autograph from Topps Archive. Uh, we have the Nico Horner, which will be going to one person. We have the Jesperi uh, Kotakami from Ultimate Collection via Redemption be going to one winner. And then uh, since Obsidian had two hits in the box, we're just going to give both of them to one lucky winner. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's uh, go ahead and take a look at uh, a few uh, news notes and nuggets in a segment we like to call Hobby Happenings. Well, Sports Collectors Daily reported that Collectors Universe, the parent company of PSA and PSA DNA, reported record revenues for fiscal year 2019 on a call with shareholders this past Wednesday. Collectors Universe CEO Joe Orlando stated that PSA closed Q4 with the highest submission backlog in the division's history despite increasing its output in each of the last four quarters. This is a clear indication of the power of the PSA brand and the continued demand for our services goes on to say the company continues to work on expanding operational capacity so we can ultimately improve the extended turnaround times facing our customers. At the end of the earnings report, as might be expected, the company fielded questions, including several related to the ongoing FBI investigation into authenticated and graded cards that are, appear to have been altered. Most were sold by PWCC, the hobby's largest online auction house. And in response, Joe Orlando said, quote, I think if you look at the last four months or so, which is about at the time that this sort of news story broke on this company, I mean, our receiving has actually gone up. The prices for PSA certified items remain terrific and the demand is there. So we don't we don't anticipate anything of any meaning as a result of this. We don't view this as being any sort of loophole on our end, and we think that in the overall scheme of our business, that some of this has been blown out of proportion. But we are very confident in the services that we provide and very confident in the grading staff that we have, and so is the public. This is the exact same battle that we deal with every day. I guess the way I would characterize this is none of this is really new news. It's not new news to us. 
it's not new news to the industry that these types of things go on. So as there is really nothing out of the ordinary from that perspective about the investigation versus any other year in our history. Close quote. In other PS news, PSA news, excuse me, to further improve the set registry experience on PSACard.com, the company improved the My Profile section of the set registry. Here, collectors can upload photos and information tailored to their own individual collecting interests. Additionally, a host of new points and achievement medals are also now available. From the My Profile area, PSA Set Registry members are able to manage communication settings, make their profile public or private, set up email preferences, update a profile, cover image, and personal bio, and then select which sets, showcases, and or items from their collections to feature. Once updated and active, My Profile displays a breadth of information, including member bio, rank, which we all know is most important, achievement points, sets, medals achieved, and more. Additionally, users can like, share, or tweet about other profiles and contact other users through their profile. Visit psacard.com for more information and to register. Hot on the heels of the Gary V and Francisco Lindor curated top set comes another player-crafted online exclusive. Here's a tease from Tops. Check it out. And speaking of Gary V, sales from the Topps X Gary V curated set concluded yesterday with a listed print run of 8,297 sets. Presumably that combines the regular edition with the collector's edition that came with an autograph. By comparison, the Bryce Harper collaboration sold 5,196 copies and the Francisco Lindor collaboration just 3,149 copies. I'm not super good at math, but he sold as close to as many as those two. Um, you know, this is great to see. With the Basketball Hall of Fame induction this week, Panini America is taking advantage of having several Hoops legends on hand by facilitating a signing session. Time will tell what products these autographs show up in. I know I'd be happy to pull a Grant Hill or a Steve Nash auto in an upcoming box of Panini America basketball fingers crossed <laughs> been looking for a job in the hobby well heritage auctions is looking to fill no less than 32 positions in its various locations around the country from a sports operations specialist to consignment director warehouse operations accounting and much more if you've been looking to make a job change check out the career page at hcc.cats1.com slash careers the Mets announced on Tuesday a game used merchandise agreement with their star rookie first baseman Pete Alonzo the deal is said to be the very first of its kind in Major League Baseball in which a team and one of its players partner for exclusive autographed game used items 
The Alonzo items, including balls, bats, and batting gloves, will be available through Amazing Memorabilia, both at Mets.com slash GameUse and at City Field's Amazing Memorabilia Shop. The Mets will donate net proceeds of a portion of net proceeds of all items to the Mets Foundation. Opeachy NHL Hockey from Upper Deck released this week, and as is typical for this product, collectors should be on the lookout for several unannounced Easter eggs. Today on the Upper Deck blog, Chris Carlin shared with collectors to be on the lookout for several very rare variants. These include retro team logo variants, alternative jersey variants, post-game handshake variants. How fun is that? reverse image variants, and black and white test-proof variants. Some of those sound easier to spot than others. A full checklist will be revealed tomorrow, and Chris Carlin goes on to promise that these won't be the only surprises from this product. I feel obligated when we break our box tonight to take a diligent look. Keep that list in front of you, Ivan. Um, and one other late-breaking news item from PSA today. Uh, a while back, we told you about PSA's new Secure Scan feature. Well, today, PSA's president, Steve Sloan, took to Twitter to say, Beginning this week, all express orders will now include Secure Scan imaging. Previously, this cert ver verification imaging was only available on Super Express and above. This is another step towards all cards being scanned upon departure from PSA. Nice. Uh, that's a look at this week's Hobby Happenings. Uh, all right, our first uh, video segment this evening, Kelsey Schroyer at the Industry Summit had the opportunity to sit down and talk with Leaf Trading Card CEO Brian Gray in a brief get to know you segment. Watch this and we'll be back with Hot in the Shop. All right, Brian, I'm just gonna ask, how did you get started in the hobby? Well, I gotta tell you, I was a collector like all other kids, 1983 to 1987, I just collected. In 1987, I figured out that the people selling cards were actually making money. So I went to Sam's and bought cases of 1987 Donners. They were $240 a case. I opened the cases, I'd sort them all into order. I'd go to a show on a weekend and I'd sell every card in the case for 700. And I was like, hold on. I spent 240 and sold it for 700 in one day. I sorted for about six hours. I made about 50 bucks an hour in sixth grade. You know, that's pretty eighth grade, whatever it was. So then I went and bought four cases at Sam's. Then I bought 12 cases at Sam's. Next thing you know, I was doing shows 40 weekends a year. And so through high school, I was a show dealer. Then I joined Edgeman in the 2000s. That was like a big mail order company. You know, we did between 50 and $80 million a year in sales, which was a huge company. But we distributed cards. Then we owned stores. We had multiple retail stores. Then I became a manufacturer. So it's really been a, a cool evolution. And as a kid, I always wanted to make cards. So now I get to pretty much live the dream I had when I was in 1983 buying 83 Fleer. I get to make cards. And so it's just been an interesting evolution, but it equips me really well for knowing what customers in every part of the food chain want and need, because I was that customer. I was a collector, I was a dealer, I was a distributor, I was a show dealer. So it's really been a great ride getting to where we are now, but it's those experiences along the way that have equipped us to do really well as a manufacturer and really know the people we're serving. 
From the time you started to now, what do you think has been the biggest change in the hobby? I mean, autographs, game used, um, exclusive licensing, um, repacks, memorabilia, the autograph prices of celebrities. Mantle, when I started, was $5 at a show. I mean, obviously, it's gone now, but Mariano Rivera is 600 here. So that should give you some frame of reference where we've gone. We've gone from $5 Mantle to $600 Mariano in a pretty short time. So everything has changed. Nothing's the same. But that's part of the beauty of it is the evolution of, of cards. Amazing. All right, and being a card manufacturer now, what do you think is the biggest challenge you face in doing so? I mean, obviously, everyone has exclusive licensing in every sport. So we're number two in every sport, which is totally fine. But what we have to do is just focus on content. We can't rest on laurels and we have the team logos, and that's going to get us to the finish line. We have to put real content in our products, and it's working. You know, it works. All right, you unleashed a lot of really cool cards over the years. Overall, though, which one are you most proud of? My most favorite card we did in Pop Century it was a triple booklet with John F. Kennedy's autograph, Lee Harvey Oswald's autograph, and a piece of the bloody car seat from the motorcade. And while it's a little bit macabre, it is the single greatest pop culture card of all time. Nothing's ever come close or will ever. All right, what's the one card you want to make that you've not been able to make yet? Oh, man, what card would I want to make that I would that I've not been able to make yet? I mean, obviously, I'd love to do... I mean, guys like Paul McCartney, you know, these ultra elite names for Pop Century. That's where my heart is, is to find that ultimate celebrity that refuses to sign and make them sign. You know, it's not going to be easy, but I think we can. we'll get there eventually. I'll get some crazy name that will blow you guys away. But honestly, I'm just looking for that next name that's impossible. Special thanks to Kelsey Schroyer and Brian Gray for taking time out of their schedule to do that at the National. All right. Uh, well, we've taken a look at some recently released products, including this week's OPG. Why don't we flip the script a little bit, move ahead to next week. The look ahead to next week's new releases in Hot in the Shop. Kicking things off, we've got one of my now annually awaited products every year. 2019 tops WWE women's division trading cards delivers two hits, including one autograph card guaranteed plus 24 insert cards in every box. The first ever tops card series dedicated solely to WWE's female superstars returns with new rookies, NXT talent, autograph signers, and more. The autographs will be numbered to 199 as the base version, but the parallels number out to 150, 99, 75, 50, 25, 10, 5, and 1 of 1s, including printing plates. New this year, dual autographs with parallels in gold, black, and red. And new, new, triple autographs. Whole lot going on in this product. A whole, not a whole lot of images yet. Can't wait to see this for ourselves firsthand. Hopefully the transition between Suze and whoever takes over her position. This doesn't get lost in the shuffle, so be sure to give a shout out to them. Um, and this will be out next Wednesday. Rob, exciting product hitting the hardwood this week. Uh, you may have noticed this past week that we got draft picks contenders for 2019-20. Well, that does not mean the season has started, so we can still get 2018-19 Panini Immaculate Collection NBA basketball cards. The pinnacle, the apex, if you will. Each box is going to deliver 
five cards, sorry, six cards, including three autographed and two memorabilia cards. And as always, Immaculate features the widest array of unique memorabilia, including jumbo patches from players' jersey numbers, team logos, nameplates. Look for stunning patchwork with on-card autographs, premium patch autographs like that one right there, dual, triple, and quad autographs showcasing some phenomenal combinations of rookies, stars, legends. And of course, you're looking for Rookie Logo Man autographs, one of the pinnacles of collecting. These are all numbered to one of one from one of the hottest rookie classes we've seen in a long time. Along with premium memorabilia, big chunks, dual rookie one of ones like that DeAndre Ayton, Marvin Bagley, the third right there. Who wouldn't want to pull that? Lots and lots of chunky stuff in this product. Ooh, and some veteran and rookie pairings like Dirk Nowitzki and Lulu, Luka Doncic. And heck, even just the memorabilia cards look beautiful. Look at how big and thick those patches are. Just love it. Absolutely love it. Logo Man swooshes, uh, Nike swooshes, Logo Man, all of this available in hobby shops this next week. Very cool. Beautiful. And from the hardwood to the ice, much like basketball collecting season, we have an overlap of hockey collecting seasons. We just opened 1920 OPG, but here comes uh, one of the year-end products from the 1819 season in premier NHL hockey cards. With one acetate rookie patch autograph card, two memorabilia cards, and one additional autograph card, plus two base set cards including one rookie guaranteed and numbered to 299 in every box all that and it's at a lower price point than the previous year gotta love it the acetate rookie patch autograph cards which are really the uh cornerstone of this product the serial numbering has been reduced to 249 and 99 with gold spectrum parallels to 99 and 25 and all platinum parallels are now one of ones there are 25 25 percent of the memorabilia cards are all premium materials 65 percent of the premiums are numbered to 25 or less and 40 of the premiums are mega patches last quick note here of the additional autograph cards 50 percent of those are now numbered to 99 or less and 20 percent of the production run of that additional auto is an auto patch card so this has been completely retooled if you weren't a fan in the past well you don't know premiere this year give it a try and uh, we'll check out our own, it looks like, next week. Rob, we had the NFL season kick off today. Well, it's time for some shiny NFL cards. That's right, get your sunglasses on. It's 2019 Panini Spectra hitting hobby shelves this next week. Each box is going to deliver four autographed cards, six memorabilia cards, five base parallels, or base and parallels and one insert card look for as if it wasn't shiny enough psychedelic parallels this year with vibrant <laughs> colors 
new inserts, on-card autographs, and rookie patch autographs in this product, including the Nebula inserts, sky-high signatures, a Tom Brady tribute set highlighting his six Super Bowl titles. Ooh, there's a rookie aura of Drew Locke right there. Again, cool parallel design. Um, that Tom Brady tribute insert set is going to showcase the amazing career with rare autographs on card, limited to just four copies each. There's also some stunning photography and on-card autographs in sky-high signatures. There's Super Bowl champion signatures, um, which may feature Rob Gronkowski, recently retired, but you can still pull his autograph for one more year, hopefully, in products this year. And, of course, it's 2019, so you want rookies. Look for rookie patch autographs that return featuring the top players ready to take the NFL by storm, like Daniel Jones. There's also radiant rookie patch signatures with radiant colors on top of the already popular patch signature combination and dual patch autographs as well. Some really cool configurations in this product. Always a hit with collectors. Get your sunglasses on. This is coming out on the 13th next Friday. From the gridiron to the octagon. It's been a while since a UFC product released, but here comes Topps UFC Chrome trading cards with two autograph cards, 11 refractor parallels, and 12 inserts in every box. UFC Chrome returns with new fighters, new autographs, a slew of new inserts, and all on that Chrome technology we love. A breakdown of those 11 refractor parallels. You're going to get eight regular refractors, one blue refractor, one X-fractor, and one green refractor. All right. Those autos, yeah, there's refractor parallels as well, including Blue Wave, so check that out. New inserts, 1984 Topps UFC, using that iconic baseball design. UFC Fire, using the fire design, but on Chrome technology. Those, I bet, are going to look really cool. Uh, new 2019 UFC Knockout, design and images showcasing the UFC Knockout base cards on Chrome technology. Uh, also new Octagon of Honor inspired by the original UFC insert from earlier releases. It'll feature Hall of Famers, Legendary Fighters, Champions, and Performance of the Night winners. This releases next week. And Rob, we have an eclectic product coming out this week from TriStar. Hidden Treasures Game Day Greats Autographed Football Jerseys Series 2. If that sounds like a mouthful, well, you should see what's packed inside these boxes. Each box is going to have one autographed football jersey. If you're thinking about buying into some breaks of this, there are five boxes per case. And at GoGTS.net, we have the breakdown. Each case will contain one Hall of Famer, two current stars, and two fan favorites. You're seeing some of the names of the stars up there because obviously they're going to advertise those. I always find fan favorites to be a fun thing, though, because guess what? Not everything is always going to be a hit. But if you don't get a hit, don't you still want something you love? Well, guess what names they consider fan favorites and not necessarily autographs or Hall of Famers or stars? Bo Jackson. 
I was going to build up to it with names like Brian Bosworth, Isaac Bruce, Dwight Bo Clark, Jackson, <laughs> Desmond Howard, Jim McMahon, Joe Theismann, Ricky Williams, and many more. But yes, also Bo Jackson <laughs> is on that list. So oh, fan favorites. I love that too. With a real attention to the fan coming from TriStar Game Day Greats Series 2 autograph football jerseys. Uh, I don't know if we've ever had two products with Premier in the title, let alone two products from Upper Deck with Premier in the title released in the same week. But also, in addition to Premier Hockey, we're getting Upper Deck Marvel Premier trading cards. And this should be fun. Check this out. One booklet, three panel, four panel, or five by seven oversized sketch card in every box plus one base set character-inspired sketch card in every box. So a booklet, three-panel, four-panel, or five-by-seven kind of box-topper thing. Holy cow. Marvel Premiere is the source for high-end Marvel trading cards. You know, for me, it really stops and ends at that first line. Booklet, three-panel, four-panel, five-by-seven. I can't wait. But that's not all. New, you've got Written in the Stars, an all-new original art cards depicting renowned Marvel heroes and villains as constellations in the night sky. All right. Find SP and SSP variants. Yeah, those look awesome. Color box, shadow box cards showcase each character's color expanded out onto separate layers. Oh, all right. Also find SP and SSP versions of those as well and collect the 50 card base set with all new original art and several different parallels good looking uh a couple weeks behind but better late than never with marvel premiere trading cards and that's a look at what's going to be hot in the shop next week uh updating the poll what's got your interest this weekend what are you going to be watching well 56 percent of you still said nfl kickoff followed by mlb playoff races thanks to all 233 people that voted voting is open another 48 minutes um as mentioned at the top of the hour and last week gary v posted a really great video um talking about um what he titled and referred to as the best week of his life attending the National Sports Collectors Convention. And he's here to deliver a message to you. And that message is pretty simple. Do what makes you happy. Watch this and we'll be back to announce tonight's winners. What is going to go down at the National in Chicago this year, I'm literally spending four days at the National Convention as a dealer. I'm coming guns a-blazing. I'm coming. We're, I'm out of control for four days. I called this man's wife and convinced her to let him come to this conference. He wasn't coming. He's like, have a good time, everyone. I'm devastated. I'm like, give me your wife's number. I'm going to do crazy. I'm going to like, keep the bear up. I'm going to like, try to break the place. You got your perspective. I want to be happy. Been here since uh, Tuesday night, got in super late, three hour delay. Got in Wednesday, all day. Been here with my best friend, Brandon Warnicky, man who runs the wine library, sign up for winetext.com. Uh, this is 
1992 for us. Sure is. 1992 action. Fans, a bunch of my stuff. Little Lou holding down. Tyler holding it down. D-Rock, you've even showed some business skills, which is really amazing to me, and I'm proud of you. Uh, it is now, uh, what is it, Saturday, late afternoon. we got a full day tomorrow. Devastated Brandon's leaving. I'm still going to try to talk about it. Uh, just having the best time. Best people, trying to let them make cash, and uh, I'm considering becoming a full-time sports car dealer and shutting down VaynerMedia. First of all, I'm, a, I'm just unbelievably humbled to be here. Uh, I'm, I'm an immigrant that was born in the Soviet Union. I grew up in New Jersey, very lemonade stands, very much sports cards. You know, for a lot of us of a certain age here, 87 tops was like a rite of passage. It was like the crescendo moment. Um, it was like, it just, you know, the sixth grade baseball card club in Edison, New Jersey changed the course of my life. I got very into this world and basically I'm one of the great all-time terrible students because I spent 99% of my time between the ages of 10 and 16 reading Beckett and Tough Stuff and trying to buy cards. I grew up from such humble beginnings and that I was never able to afford to come to this convention as a kid and would always read about it and dream about it. So this is a, a substantially surreal moment for me. Um, to me, happiness is about doing what you want to be doing. Too many people focus on the money, the things that come along with it. I think you have to focus on the process. This is the best. I miss shows so much. I have Randy and Bregman over here at 40. I'll do those at 30. Cheater stays at 80. These, this during this little thing is at 20. Tomorrow I'm raising the prices by 10 bucks each. I'm being dead serious. Very simply, we have to make happiness the North Star. We have to. Because the framework of all of us over the last hundred years is success and even worse things, my great hope is that happiness becomes a North Star equal to financial success because it's so much better. That's awesome, brother. Real pleasure, man. Nice to Thank you so much for buying that. Yeah. Real nice to meet you. How, and you're here how long? Huh? The whole week? Yeah, we're here. Come back four other times. All right? Yeah, here, bro. Take a pack. And if you pull, if you pull a signed auto of mine, then, then you get a, a $25,000 business consultation. <laughs> Say well. One of the big things that I'm passionate about is, are you doing something you enjoy to do? Like happiness and fulfillment has to become a much bigger part of the conversation than financial upside. I'm, I'm always very hurt when people think that I'm pushing hustle and too much work and make it for the money. You know, my behavior doesn't map to that. I would have been a venture capitalist then. Like I'm, I'm talking about actually liking what you do. Come on. I appreciate it. You're out of control. Thank you so much. Really. If it wasn't for your mindset, my mindset would have never. Yeah. Stop by four to show ends. We'll hang one more time. Real pleasure. You know, these are my very first vintage cars I ever bought. Let's go. Smart move. Now you got the right story. Awesome. Well, we're excited to have you. And I'm curious, I know you came to the National for a bit last year. I did. But what was really the tipping point awareness-wise or uh, just in seeing the hobby where you were like, this is, this is the differentiator, this is what brought you back? For me, it's the nature of flipping. 
you know, uh, the macro trend of 14, 15, 16 year olds buying and selling sneakers is something that I've watched for seven or eight years. When I really analyze that market, the kids are getting far more sophisticated. This is not what I saw from kids seven, eight years ago where they'd stay in line for four hours, flip a Supreme and be pumped to make their 300 bucks. This is running hardcore tech to nab things on the web. This is having 44 kids in their high school stay in lines for them. You know, the 15, 16 year olds that I interact with on Instagram, on DM, they remind me of me who at 13 and 14, I already knew what the outcome was gonna be with my professional career, which I thought I was going to be successful. And I can sense my own when I talk to them. And some of these 13, 14 year olds feel to me like, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to invest in humans and take 20% of the upside of a 14 year old because I can see it. And what I started noticing was frustration around supply. They weren't able to get enough when they were right. And then I started sensing cards, momentum, watching the market, and basically, there, it was a series of a couple conversations where I just noticed, and I intuitively have decided for myself that sports cards, much like nerd culture and Comic-Con and Marvel movies, much like sneakers, that there's a bubbling of it being cooler and more scalable than it has. This has been an inside hobby. So a lot of people I'm seeing right here that I know have been to the last 22 nationals, 15 nationals. And over the last three or four, based on the homework I've done, the room's getting younger compared to a decade ago. And that's good. We need to change the conversation, period, about the aspirations not to be a millionaire, it's to be happy. If I can replace the word millionaire with happy, and I'm crazy, I think I can pull it off. Literally, I'm doing what I did when I was 16 years old with this guy, my best friend Brandon. We're, and my, awesome. we're literally doing a show. You having fun? Like, in an, in, in an uncomfortable, like, can I muster up the courage to quit everything I'm doing and only be a baseball card dealer? Like, that much fun. Happiness is the most important it's the, thing. It really is, and I preach it. And like, I'll be honest with you, I'm scared that I may do something weird like that at some point. Just garage sale and do baseball card shows. Happiness. Happiness is progression. Happiness is the progression. Life's about alternatives. Like, either you're happy and optimistic and moving forward, or you're unhappy, pessimistic, and looking backwards. You wanna go home and go to sleep and dwell? You wanna complain? Like, you're more than welcome to. To me, it's a very simple game. This is binary. What's the alternative? There will be a Gary V card in here, which for anybody, you can imagine, if you grow up, think about this. If you grew up loving and flipping sneakers, and one day you had your own signature sneaker, that's what these cards are for me. This has literally been the best week of my life. Really? Yeah, man, this is just like, I'm like literally sad that it's Saturday night. Like, I don't do five days of anything. D-Rock will tell you, I fly to give a speech in Hawaii and fly back, I'm there for four minutes. Like, I never stay anywhere ever. I wish I could live here for the next year. Wow. This is as good as it gets. <laughs> Wednesday, we sold 100 cases of cab. Yes. What a baseball card show. Yes. A lot going on. I love you.
So pretty cool. And uh, again, thank you to Gary V for taking some time to join us up on stage at the National Sports Collectors Convention. Uh, a full like two minutes plucked in the middle of that video. So thank you for that as well. <laughs> All right. Well, again, yes, special thanks to the folks at Upper Deck and Tops this week. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. For Ivan Lovegren, I'm Rob Bertrand and James Gale behind the scenes. Have a great weekend, everybody. And you know what to be doing in the meantime. Always be collecting. We'll talk to you next week. Good night.